step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Father, we come to you again tonight, dear Lord, just thanking you, Lord, that you've been so merciful to us, that we're still here, Lord. And Lord, we also thank you, Lord, that you never change your ways. Lord, even the picture of these end times that you've given us, Lord, you've given us in a marvelous way, Lord. You teach us in Zechariah 14, 7, dear God, that in the evening time of the day of the Lord, there would be light. And Father, though we missed that light and we would not come out and we did not hear you, it also, dear Lord, was very much tied to the likeness of the parable of the ten virgins and the marriage supper of the Lamb, the the story in Luke fourteen fifteen to 24. Father, the, the wonderful thing is, Lord, also you've given us so many prophetic words that you, you said, dear Lord, that those who will receive your words, dear Lord, they're going to receive a call in the morning time. And then in the evening time, they must go where you tell them because in the evening time, the destruction will come. But, Lord, it's a wonderful thing that you say this in this way and you show us in this way because, Lord, it's in the morning that you make known your word. Lord, you told the people that you'd prepare them ahead of time. You would call them and they must go out when you tell them to go out. But, Lord, if they do not have your words, they will not be able to discern your speech because they will not understand, dear Lord, what you're uttering and why. And they don't understand the way of you, Lord, is in the evening you always feed your people. Lord, you give them the food, and in the night you pour out the wisdom. And, uh, dear Lord, in the morning the understanding comes, and the afternoon the counsel. Lord, we pray that they would understand, dear God, at this time when this happens, it's because, Lord, you're going to have the marriage supper of the Lamb. You're going to feed them the words in that evening, and the words are what's going to enable them, Lord. It's the ark, dear Lord, that's going to enable them to pass through the judgments, as you say in John five twenty four. Lord, we pray that they will understand, dear God, that we're in a terrible situation. Lord, that people go about the world and they're not paying attention to what's going on. Lord, I've explained to them the lies of the government. I've explained because you've allowed me to see inside this great world system. Lord, it's terribly evil. But Lord, we've been able to make known key people and, and the way of them, dear Lord, and, and what you're doing. And Lord, it doesn't make special, dear God, but dear Lord, it gives a testimony. And Lord, the most important thing that you've given, dear Lord, you've been able to open the words so that we can understand the scriptures. Lord, you tell them in, through Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, 1 to 4, that it's, it's the words that they speak and the pure words in the kingdom of heaven and even the plants and the, and the flowers sing the praises of. Dear Lord, and the waters even sing the voices at the waterfalls. People have testified, hearing words, but they cannot understand. 
Lord, we're getting so many prophetic words. It's very similar. People, they, they're able, dear Lord, to see that they got to come to the light. When they get to the light, they, they look on the right side and see, the, see, dear God, that they can't see it clearly what the gifts are that are prepared for the people. It's because, Lord, they cannot understand those gifts of the promises that you prepared before the foundations of the world because those gifts are reserved, Lord, for the sons of God, those who receive your word. Dear Lord, they only see it like a cloud, like a veil over it, dear God. It's the same thing when you died on the cross, Lord, and you had the temple veil torn. Father tore it because he accepted your blood sacrifice that paid the price so that we could come in and hear the words and receive the spirit of truth in us that enables us to understand. You told us in Luke 14, 15 to 17, Lord, that without the spirit of truth entering us, Dear Lord, we will not be able to understand because, Lord, you said the spirit of truth cannot enter those who are not set apart from the world. And you gave us the answer, dear Lord, in John 17, 17, when you said that they must be set apart from the world by your word, your truth. You said in Psalms 119, 160, that your truth is all the entirety of your word is truth. And Lord, and then you said in Psalms 119, 142, just before that, that your truth is law. You're saying, Lord, that your truth, which is all the creation, because everything that you made is unbreakable in the kingdom, Lord, to the eternal plan. And Lord, words, you made all things by your words. You said, dear Lord, heaven and earth can pass away, but your words can never fail. Lord, don't, why don't people want to know those words? It just pours on our heart lord we can't understand the simplicity how can they be so blind we know the devil wants to keep them blind and lord they have so much tradition and so much problem that they don't understand lord it's it's a terrible thing lord they're they're like dear god they're 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 almost like sleeping people Father, I can understand very well what you said, dear Lord, in Matthew 25, 1 to 13, in the parable of the ten virgins. Lord, you said in the evening time, the message would go out and you'd tell the people to hear the words. Become wise. You're wise. Jesus was wise because we sent into the world to speak the words of God. This we know, Lord. You were the wisest one that ever came. You're wiser than Solomon who had the words that the Queen of Sheba came from so far away to hear. I was so amazed by them because, Lord, we pray that the people understand that you came to show us the words, not only speak them, but you spoke the ways of them, Lord, and they don't understand, Lord. And you told them in John 8, 43 to 47 that they can't understand your speech because they cannot discern your, your words. And the people over time, dear Lord, they believe that they understand your doctrine. But, Lord, it's very interesting that, he, that rabbis at that time, dear Lord, had had thousands of years to understand the doctrine, at least 1,500 years. Dear Lord, and they did not understand. And, dear Lord, we've had a little bit more time than that since you came, dear Lord, and they do not understand today because uh, you told them, dear Lord, in John 7, that the, the rabbis did not know the law. And, Lord, you told us at this time that the preachers would not know the law. Lord, you said, Luke 21, 34 to 36, they'd all be caught in a snare. But Lord, they think they're filled with the doctrine. Lord, if they would just read the way the seven churches that they're supposed to know each of those ways, because Lord, those are the ways that build up the overcoming, the come overcoming the world. But Lord, that seventh church, you said you're going to vomit them out of your mouth because they're lukewarm. They're, they're neither cold nor hot. Lord, those are the complacent ones. 
And Lord, you go into the Matthew 25, 1 to 13, the parables of the ten virgins. It's very interesting, Lord, that in the evening time, at the supper time, Lord, you call them. Dear Lord, it's the same, dear Lord, at this time when you said in Zechariah 14, 7, in the evening time there would be light. Dear Lord, if they would have turned to the light at any time in that seven years of the evening, dear Lord, they would have been able to evangelize the world. But dear Lord, they wouldn't turn, they wouldn't hear. And it's just like you said it would be in the parable of the ten virgins. Because Lord, some of them woke up, they heard the words, they increased in some knowledge, they got the prophecies, they were told the words of wisdom. To receive the words of wisdom they do not know. Many of them heard those prophecies. Many of them, dear God, sought after some things of this, Lord. But when it came to the knowledge of the truth, the real oil, Lord, they didn't understand, dear Lord, and they couldn't adjust the wick. The Lord, all the promises, all the prophetic word they heard. They stored those words up, but Lord, they do not understand them. Lord, their wick will not light because, Lord, they haven't checked their wick. Dear Lord, we pray that when the midnight came, dear Lord, you told them that five virgins would reject the message during the evening. Five would get the word, but they wouldn't be able to do it because they slept. Lord, when they got the message, they did not seek it out. When they heard that you told them, dear God, I remember very clearly, Lord, many times, dear Lord, in the evening time of the day of the Lord, especially the last two years in 2009 and 2010, you were crying out to tell them. In 2008, dear Lord, I remember, dear God, there was churches that you told them, dear God, that you said to them that the pure language is coming, you better receive it. And dear Lord, in February 2009, you had me write the writing, the introduction to his pure language. And that same month, dear Lord, you sent an evangelist from Haiti, dear Lord, to speak to 5,000 ministers of the Presbyterian Church, dear God. And he told that prophet, told them, the pure language is coming, you better receive it. And dear Lord, they, they did not, and neither did the prophet. Lord, they had the knowledge that something is coming. They had the words, but Lord, they said, oh, we got that back in the 50s. Lord, that's not true, or you wouldn't have said what you said in Zechariah 14, 7, at the beginning of the day, the Lord would come with, with the light, the entrance of the light, which you told us in Psalms 119, 130, Lord, would be the entrance of your words, which is exactly what you showed us, dear God, in the first sealed judgment, which you sent us the white horse. Dear Lord, one that could put on the white garment, and he had a bow. And Lord, he would given to him a crown if he would receive it, dear Lord, with the arrows. But, Lord, you are the shining shaft in the arrow of the quiver of God. And, Lord, your, your words are those arrows, just like Elisha showed the king. Lord, we pray that people would understand, dear Lord, are living words. And, Lord, these words will enable the great works when they're uttered in the pure language, which is the understanding, dear God, of the promises that are in them that they enable. Lord, that's the pure language. A language has an effect. A language makes a statement. A language translates a promise. That's what you said, Lord, in Isaiah 55, 11, when you said that you send your words forth, they never come back to your void. In other words, that sentence goes out, and it does what it's supposed to do. And it's all based upon words. Languages are framed upon words. And dear Lord, you built your foundation of your kingdom upon words. And Lord, in the evening time, we're to call out to you. We're supposed to have a supper to eat the words, dear God. You're told, dear Lord, in John 6, that you have to eat your flesh. And dear Lord, we pray that people begin to understand what that meant. Dear Lord, we pray, dear God, that the people understand, dear Lord, that we're in grave trouble. 
Lord, we've come to a time of very seriousness because, Lord, we've come to the harvest is ending. Lord, in the harvest cycle that you showed us, dear God, in the Bible, dear Lord, in the month of September, the harvest is finishing. And, dear Lord, we pray that people understand, dear Lord, what you warned them of. Dear Lord, you told them in Jeremiah 8 and 13, look at this, Lord, you said, I will surely consume them. No grapes shall be on the vine, nor figs on the fig tree. The leaves shall fade, and the things I have given them shall be passed away from them. Lord, that's your words you're going to take away from the people, dear God. And dear Lord, also, dear Lord, you said in Jeremiah 20, that the harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. Lord, they do not understand, dear Lord, as you said in John 8, 47, that if they don't have the words, the Father will not... They will be not of the Father. If they're not of the Father, they cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Oh, Lord, please help them to understand this at this time. Lord, you also warned them in the parable of the ant. Dear Lord, you, you said it in Proverbs 6. Dear Lord, he said, go to the ant, O sluggard. O sluggard, dear Lord, is the complacent one. And Lord, you warned the lukewarm church of this, Lord, but they will not pay attention. And you told them, consider her ways. The ant, dear Lord, it's like the wisdom of God. She represents it and says, be wise. And then it says, which having no captain, I think it says chief or whatever, Lord, it, and no overseer or ruler. Lord, he says, but they prepare their bread in the summer and they gather their food in the harvest. Lord, we pray, dear God, they understand the bread of instruction. Dear God, they, they eat in the summertime. And Lord, they're prepared in the harvest. They do not let the, the summer fig fall. Lord, you warned them of that also in the scriptures, dear Lord, in Amos. Lord, not to let the summer fig come. Dear Lord, but the light fruit, the late figs, dear Lord, are going to fall. They're going to rot on the tree. Lord, we pray that people understand, dear God. Even, dear Lord, you said the harvest began, dear God, in the springtime. Lord, we're coming to the end of the night, of the day of the Lord, the seven years of the night. Lord, when you gave me that Scheduled, dear God, back in 2004, knowing that it started in 2003 and the midnight would come in, in April 2010. And Lord, when April 2010 came, you, you confirmed, dear Lord, that it occurred, that the midnight is coming. Now, Lord, you're confirming that the morning is coming. Lord, the morning comes next April. But Lord, before that time, the people must be set apart. They must be purified. They must become the, dear Lord, receive the word and do what you said in Joel 2, 12 to 20. Lord, you warned them in there. And Lord, we pray that they'd begin to understand, dear Lord, that they must wake up. Lord, it said, I think it was in Proverbs 6, Lord, you're saying, dear, dear God, at the people, dear Lord, uh, uh, you're asking them, how long are you going to slumber? How long are you going to sleep? Dear Lord, we've been asking that of your people. And Lord, the complacent ones will not listen. Those, dear Lord, who love you will not listen. Dear Lord, even when you give them visions, dear God, and you show them that there's gifts, dear Lord, that are like hidden by a cloud or hidden by a veil. Dear Lord, on the righteous side, the right side of you. Dear Lord, we pray, dear God, that they will understand that these gifts are the inheritance of the kingdom that is the words of God that make all things and enable the greater promises that Paul talks about in Ephesians 3 that are prepared for the foundations of the world. Uh, or Ephesians 2, 2, I think it is. Lord, we pray, dear God, that people begin to understand these great things. 
Lord, you've prepared the ark of your word. Lord, you said way back at the time of Noah when you made a covenant with him, Lord, that your word would be the bow, the rainbow. Dear Lord, it would come. Dear Lord, remind you. And you put that rainbow around your throne. And Lord, that reminds them, dear Lord, that uh, you will not allow the flood to overtake them. And Lord, it's by your word you make all things. And Lord, we don't need a physical boat. Dear Lord, what we need is your words in our heart. And Lord, you promised if we will believe in your words of your voice and believe in the promises of God, that, dear Lord, you said in John 5, 24, that you would deliver us through these judgments and you would give us eternal life. Lord, you also said, dear Lord, in Ezekiel uh, 36, 35, and back in Joel 2, 3, Lord, you said that the likeness of the Garden of Eden to be before his people, your people, dear God, that you set aside. Lord, a likeness of a garden, just like Noah went to a new, he came, the, the land was made new for him. Lord, it's going to be made new for us if we get into your ark. And Lord, that ark of the new covenant is the promises of your word. Dear Lord, that you've given us at this time, it can never be broken. Dear Lord, you said, dear Lord, you gave your blood on that cross to open a temple veil. The Father opened it and it says, come on in, receive the message of the word. And dear Lord, you told the people that they must receive the spirit of truth and it cannot enter those who are not set apart from the world. And you made it, that was in John 14, 15 to 17, you said that, Lord. And also, Lord, in John 17, 17, you told us that, Lord, if we set ourselves apart by your truth, your word, the word of God, then, dear Lord, we'll be set apart from the world. And, Lord, we're sanctified, sanctified holy. And, Lord, then you'll give us the authority to call upon your words. And, dear Lord, you said if we will do that, then all of us will be saved. Dear God, it will do this. You told us that in Joel 2.32. But, dear Lord, you also told us that there's a process we must go through. Dear Lord, to get this to have happen at this time. Lord, you tell us many times, dear God, that the bridegroom is coming. Lord, you'd say that's coming. Lord, we pray that people understand it's a terrible thing if they're not set apart. Because, dear Lord, it means you're coming for the judgment as Zephaniah 3.8. But, dear Lord, we pray that they will understand that in Joel 2.12, Lord, you said in that scripture, Father, that the bridegroom is coming. But, dear Lord, it's not coming until we do what you told us to do. And, Lord, you said if we will do that, then we'll let the bridegroom come. And the only reason we don't know the day and the hour is because, Father God, you, you took it upon yourself to, to monitor us, to sit in judgment, as you said in John or in Daniel 7, 9, 10. Father, you're looking down and seeing us. Lord, what you said, dear Lord, in Psalms 14, 2 and 3, in Psalms 53, 2 and 3, is that you see us, dear Lord, and no one understands. No one is doing good. Lord, we want to do good. We pray, Lord, that you will, dear Lord, cause the sprinkling to come upon your people, that they will be able to open their eyes and see what they're missing. And Father, we pray that they will do this now, Lord, that you'll cause it before it's too late, because the harvest is ending. And Lord, the people still have not opened their eyes. They have not become wise. They will not sit apart. Lord, they do not understand, dear Lord, your way of the harvest season. They just trample upon these concepts. Lord, we've been warning them all this time. But now, Lord, you yourself are saying in so many prophetic words that this is the ending of the night. And, Lord, we know from, dear Lord, what you told us in Isaiah 21, 10 to 12, that at the end of the night, dear Lord, it's going to be that time when the morning rises. And, dear Lord, when the morning rises, it's a terrible time. 
because you said, dear Lord, you're coming as the son of righteousness. And dear Lord, if we are not set apart holy, we, we will not get, dear Lord, the rewards of righteousness. We will get the judgments of righteousness, which are the curses and plagues that you've shown in the Bible. And dear Lord, we deserve those curses. We deserve those punishments, Lord, because we have let the idols stand in our cities and we will not stand right. Dear Lord, our doctrines are keeping us from hearing the truth. Dear Lord, our hard hearts are keeping us, Lord, from having eyes that see. And Lord, as we read the parable of the ten virgins, what a sad thing it is, dear Lord, that when the words were called out and they received the oil, but dear Lord, they went to sleep. And Lord, it's so true. It happened, Lord, just like you said in that great parable. And Lord, now we're in the night, the midnight. You've been calling and calling and calling and telling the people. Right after the midnight, Lord, you ordered them to, to ride the four horses, and they had no idea what those horses are. Lord, you told them that the words of wisdom to get them, and Lord, the words were available because we've made them known. You did it, Lord. You caused it to be recorded. And Lord, you, you said to get those words of wisdom they do not know, and you told them that they'd been received on the earth, and they ignored that. Lord, they're not seeking hard enough. Dear Lord, you told them in Proverbs one twenty three that if they will turn to you, you will pour out your spirit upon them and cause them to know their words. Lord, we we know the disciples, because you hadn't paid the blood price yet, couldn't get those words until the authorization of your blood was saved, accepted by the Father, and then he tore that temple veil, and no longer were they cursed by the law of not being able to get the Spirit inside them. But then, Lord, the Spirit, the new covenant was available to them if they would seek it. But, dear Lord, if they turned away from it, it was taken away. And, Lord, many people turned, and the shepherds and the rabbis wouldn't receive it, and you took the kingdom away from Israel, and you sent it to the Gentiles, which you opened to us, dear God, in 2003, and the world is not known. They will not see and they will not hear, Lord, that your kingdom has come. Inheritance is available. We're ready, dear God, to receive the word, but, Lord, there's just a few. And Father, we pray they begin to understand, dear Lord, they must check their wick. Dear Lord, the oil is there, they, the words are there, and they would recognize them if they would just look. Lord, if they would just light the fire and begin to ask and seek you, the spirit of truth would enter them because you promised it to them in Proverbs one twenty three, and you would cause them to know their words just like you promised there. And Lord, if they will not, then Lord, you've also promised them, Lord, when these troubles come, which they're coming. And dear Lord, you told us it's coming at the end of the night, and this is it. Dear Lord, we're in the last half year now of the night. Dear Lord, your, your Rosh Hashanah is not October 2nd. To the best of our understanding, Lord, it's already occurred on September 2nd because they haven't been faithful to you, Lord. And you told them that you'd reject their feast days. You reject their Sabbaths and you'll reject their new moons. And Lord, it's coming true. Lord, we pray that they begin to understand it's time to come. Father, they must come out at this time. They must understand, dear Lord, that you're ready and you're willing to receive them, Father. But, dear Lord, if they don't come out, dear Lord, it's soonest in the harvest, dear Lord, the food will run out. And then, Lord, you look at the, the story, dear God, of, of the story of the, of, of the, of, of the parable of the, the, the Great Supper, dear God, in Luke 14, 15 to 24. Lord, you made it known there. 
Right now, Lord, you're still crying out to the churches. And, Lord, the prophetic word is going out, constantly telling them the judgment's coming. The reward is ready, that they must get the words, they must get the truth. But nobody's checking their wick. Nobody's trying to understand what are those words that created all creation? What are those words that enable the good works? What are those words that Jesus came and spoke and did so many good things with? What is the good news that he came to speak? And what are those words of God that he was sent into the world to make known? They're not asking these questions, Lord. They're not asking what the disciples are saying and what Paul told them he heard in, up in heaven, dear God, in paradise, in 2 Corinthians 12, 1 to 4. And he made it known to them, Lord, that those of the world are not allowed to touch these words. They can't utter them. And Lord, very soon, dear Lord, your church is going to be in the same thing because you warned them, Lord, that a famine is coming and a terrible thing, Lord, is the morning comes next April and you warned them in John 9, 4, 5 that the light is going to go out of the world in the morning, before the morning, because you said it's coming in the night that the light leaves the world. In Luke seventeen thirty four, you told us, Lord, it's in the night that the judgment, separation judgment occurs. And you've been merciful, Lord. You've been waited till this whole last time. And you warned us, Lord, in your law of knowledge, dear Lord, just like you warned Adam and Eve. Dear Lord, you cannot get knowledge in a download. You must get it line by line, precept upon precept. But the people aren't taking any time to learn, Lord. They're not trying to hear. They will not hear your voice, Lord, and they will not listen. And Father, they do not know that you prepared an ark, and that ark is made out of your words that makes all things. And Lord, if they receive that in their heart, then, dear Lord, you said they'll pass through these judgments. Dear Lord, they'll have eternal life as well. And Lord, that also means they'll enter the likeness of the Garden of Eden. And Lord, we pray, dear God, that they would understand this, because that's where that ark is headed. That's what the ark is doing, Lord. It's going to give us deliverance. Dear Lord, you're going to refine us. You're going to you purify us, refine us, and, re, and, and and well, you're going to purify us, make us white, and refine us, as you said in Daniel twelve nine to ten. And dear Lord, we'll we'll pass through these judgment and enter the likeness of the Garden of Eden here on earth. Dear Lord, so we can do the good works and bring forth this. Because, Lord, we have to correct. Man has to correct their God. We have to overcome the beast. We have to, dear Lord, bring forth the goodness of the earth, dear Lord, to let the testimony, the glory of you be known. Because until that's done, as you said in Daniel uh, uh, 9, 24, Lord, it's not finished. Uh, dear Lord, we must overcome all these things. And, uh, dear Lord, we only need three and a half years to do that. Dear Lord, of your time, of your seven days, seven years, dear Lord, that you're going to rule over the earth before the Antichrist comes forth, before those ten kings come forth. Because, Lord, they don't come out until the, the falling away happens, which is at the end when the two witnesses of yours, dear Lord, uh, uh, Enoch and Elijah come, dear Lord, and then they're, they're killed after 42 months and lifted up. And then that, that great falling away occurs, dear Lord. And, dear Lord, that's when the terrible times begin. Dear Lord, that's three and a half years. But, Lord, before that, there's even a worse time. Dear Lord, that's right now. Because these evil people that's running the world, though the, the ten nations, ten kingdoms, Lord, they split the world in ten kingdoms back in the 1960s. And, Father, the people of the earth and the nations don't even know it. They don't even know their law system they work under. They don't know the deceit they're under. They don't know that there's not a constitution, only a compact. Lord, all these things, dear Lord, they, they've been deceited because, dear Lord, they allow them themselves to remain blind. Father, we pray, dear Lord, that they would open their eyes and see, dear Lord, that you have an answer. You have an ark. And dear Lord, that ark is headed to the, to the likeness of the Garden of Eden here on earth. Dear Lord, you're going to bring it forth. 
Dear Lord, you're going to gather your people. And I love it, dear Lord, that you said, dear God, you'll make it known in the morning. In the evening, the people must be out. Dear Lord, we pray that they will go to where you tell them to go, and they do not go until you tell them to go. Lord, so many have their own ideas. They want to take care of chaos. Dear Lord, they do not understand that you are the one, dear Lord, that takes care of chaos. Lord, you bring us light. At this time, we're supposed to have the harvest. Lord, you told us, Lord, the most important thing at this time is the harvest. Dear Lord, we're supposed to harvest the figs, the people, the sheep. Dear Lord, we pray that people begin to understand this. But Lord, as you said in Luke 14, 24, there's coming a compelling time. And Lord, you said when that compelling event happens that the church is cut off. Lord, you'll go out, dear Lord, and I think it's in the winter time you'll do that. You'll go out to all the world and bring in all the people, dear Lord, who will hear you. or, Dear Lord, are very close to the winter. But Lord, here at the end of this harvest, the church is going to be cut off from your word. The famine's going to come unto them within this six months. And Lord, we pray that they would understand you've, you've testified to that schedule. Lord, it's coming at a day and hour within this year that the people don't know. But Lord, you know, and it's two separate events. Lord, you made very clear in Luke 14, 24 that it's coming early to the church. Lord, it's going to come early to them because they're going to be cut off and the rest of the world will receive the word. But the church is going to be cut off just like Israel was cut off back in Matthew 21, 43 to 44 and Acts 28, 28. Lord, we pray that people understand. Dear Lord, this is an important time. Lord, Lord, we're just pleading with you to cause us to be made known. Lord, we're pleading with you that the people understand the harvest season. And Lord, that you went by the harvest cycle of Israel. And the harvest cycle of Israel, Lord, says that the figs ends in September. And Lord, we're at the ending of September. And Lord, the people haven't come out. Father, we pray that your wind will blow, dear God, that you give them a final chance to come. But Lord, maybe there's harvest, dear Lord, somewhere. But Lord, you're not talking about the winter because you told us, Lord, very clearly, dear Lord, they better come out before the winter. As you said, dear God, in Matthew um, 24 and 19, or yeah, 24, 20, and Mark 13, 18. Lord, please let them know. Lord, we, you told the church to come out before the Jubilee started. And Lord, the Jubilee started September 2nd. That's the Sabbath year. And Lord, they don't understand this. But Lord, we pray that they will come out now before it's too late. Because Lord, your patience is drawn near. The night is about to go out. The lamps are going to go out. You promised them, Lord, in John 9, 4, 5, that that day and hour will come in this year of the night. And dear Lord, you've told us even the season is going to be in the fall. And Lord, the people aren't paying attention. Lord, we pray that they believe the scriptures, that they'd wake up and see there's something they do not have. And Lord, though they love you, Lord, they will not see because they refuse to see. They refuse to believe in your words. Father, that you made all things that are the secret and are the inheritance of the kingdom. Lord, we are a church of Esau's. We are a church that don't care about the inheritance. Dear Lord, we think we are entitled to it like Esau believed he was entitled to it. But Lord, you're looking for this day for those who are zealous to build your kingdom, to finish your work, and to complete Daniel 9.24. Lord, we pray that they will understand this. We ask, dear Lord, for our children to hear your truth. And Lord, for our spouses and parents, brothers and sisters, all of our friends, Lord, all those we've spoken to. And Lord, all those who love you, we pray, Lord, that they will love you enough 
Because, Lord, they believe they love you, but if they would just read the definition of love in uh, John 14, 23 to 24, you state it very clearly, Lord. If they will not hear your words, they do not love you. So, Lord, though you love them, they do not love you in return. How sad it is, Lord. They are Esau brides. And, Lord, you're looking for Jacob brides, Israel brides, dear Lord, the, the ones that matter for the kingdom whose heart is zealous for the truth. Lord, you're interested, dear God, in brides of righteousness, brides, dear Lord, who are seeking peace and speaking peace. Dear Lord, there's plenty of violence. The violence is what you said, Lord. It's all coming forth to, to judge those wicked of the world. They will kill each other. They will harm each other. And Lord, we are the ones required, dear God, under the new covenant to speak in righteousness so that judgment can be done. Because if we have not presented them the righteous way, then, Lord, we're holding account for them. Lord, I pray that you'll help us to understand this. Lord, we, we're like Abraham, Lord. For, to the very last minute, he pleaded for the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Dear Lord, even though they did horrible, terrible things, Lord, we pray, dear God, that we will be like that. Dear Lord, we ask all these things in thy precious and thy holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.